Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day. And many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver. And they're turning to the top rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. And thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, I don't really have much good to say or really care about what Joe Biden had to say last night because I think most of it is irrelevant in the end of the day. And there are too many dumb decisions that he's making that we've got to focus on. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of ground to cover uh, as we now are. I can confirm this is now imminent. What is happening and on the ground in Israel, this this incursion into Gaza is about to begin in full force that's what every every single sign indicates every single source i have that i talk to is indicating uh i would imagine that this is very real i do though start the show with good news um and that is according to the idf most hostages they have identified 203 of them are they believe are alive and have confirmed that they're alive um, and the fact that two American hostages abducted in Israel have been released, uh, that has been confirmed. Uh, Hamas linked uh, that you have a and why Joe Biden? You know, this is a guy that just paid five. What was it? Six billion dollars. He's willing to give the number one state sponsor of terror for the release of five Americans. I just want to be very clear. I do not support paying ransom for hostages because when you pay ransom for hostages you end up with a lot more hostages that's how it works unfortunately however there are things that that i think might be worth negotiating on like if you want the lights turned back on you want the water turned back on you want some services available to the people in gaza well hamas can turn over all the hostages and maybe in exchange for that i would not really have that big a problem uh, uh, conceding those things to them for the sake of the lives of the people that are held hostage. And they are in our prayers. Uh, but I think also the release of these two Americans is is really rooted in the fact they know damn well that holy hell is about to come raining down on them 
and that this and as much as as brave all the bravado all the you know die for the cause nonsense that many of these radicals believe um they they really don't deep down still want to die but die they will and why joe biden does not understand that his constant never-ending push for this hundred million dollars to go to the palestinians now Remember, none of these world leaders wanted to meet with him. Nobody from Jordan, Egypt, not even a boss. And now we're also reading that the Palestinian Authority might be rewarding the families of of some of the uh, some of the terrorists that were killed in this in this hostage taking or have been killed since. I'm like, so we're going to give money and they're going to use that money instead of humanitarian aid for that to reward the people that started this war. That Israel didn't want, that Israel, you know, wanted no part of, that Israel has to now defend itself with. We already know how monies that have been donated for, quote, humanitarian purposes have been allocated in the past. We know a lot of that. And I know firsthand how it's been allocated. They have literally a network of these underground tunnels. They're sophisticated. I need to pull out the old tape of me in the tunnels. I mean, you've, you've got sophisticated architecture you've got tunnels underground deep underground i'm not sure if the one i was in was 100 feet underground it was it was down deep and i i had to go down a very very steep you know embankment if you will to get to where they they had dug out the hole leading into one of the the terror tunnels and again they're they're all over gaza all of them going to israel all the money used for the cement and the architecture and the electricity that was all designated for humanitarian aid and all of it was used to build terror tunnels so you can't convince me that the hundred million dollars joe is pushing to of our money your dollars to give the palestinians for humanitarian relief is ever going to get to the palestinian people and let us not forget all the indoctrination that goes on, the cartoons that they're showing their kids at young ages to hate, quote, uh, the Jews. That's all real. You know, I can you absolutely look at a, a Palestinian? You see a human being. Do you know what's in their heart, their mind, their soul? Have they been indoctrinated into this, this hatred of all things Israel, all things Jewish? Do they think they're doing God's will if if they kill innocent people? Because many of them do. And so far, you know, earlier in the week, what did we see with the treatment of hostages? We saw Hamas terrorists holding babies in their arms, the babies that they kidnapped. Why? To torture the parents that will see this on the Internet or showing the the other hostages so their families, they, so they can be tortured. Anyway, um, we have Iranian rockets and drones now have targeted U.S. troops in Iran and Syria. This is where this gets very complicated and very serious for me. And this is this is what I really would have liked to have heard. I had no expect, expectations that we would hear from Biden in his Oval Office address last night, which was nothing but disjointed, you know, a back and forth, a dizzying back and forth over Ukraine and back to Israel, then Israel back to Ukraine, and, uh, you know, to the point where it was... You know, frankly, a waste of anybody's time to watch it. Um, anyway, we do have information that Iranian rockets and drones are targeting U.S. troops in Iran and Syria. Now to my point. 
if the Israelis are now facing a possible two-front war as they as they begin this ground incursion into Gaza, well, what do we expect is going to happen in the north? The Israelis have been preparing for a two-front war. Okay, that's why they evacuated 28 neighborhoods, uh, border neighborhoods near Lebanon in the north as, as rocket fire and, and other fire has been exchanged, you know, for the last number of days. But if the Israelis begin this incursion, incursion into Gaza, I would expect that that hostilities with Hezbollah in the north are going to also accelerate. But the Israelis are prepared for that. What they're not prepared for are is Iranian involvement. And the Iranians are out there telegraphing, saying that, you know, warning Israel that their time is up. We know what their stated goal is, is to wipe Israel off the map. We know that they think of Israel as the little Satan and America as the big st- Satan. So now if it's a, if it does become a two-front war, which Israel's been prepared for, and I believe Israel will win, I don't think the, I don't think it's going to be easy. This was the one thing that former President George W. Bush said. Well, you know, first he said, we'll see what Bibi Netanyahu is made of. Um, I've known him for almost 30 years. I know what he's made of. And he is going to defend his country. And he's going to be successful. I can tell you if it's a two-front war, how it would end. And that is Israel wins in the north, they win in the south. It'll be that simple. Now, if the Iranians get involved, now we've, that changes the equation entirely. At that point in time, if that happens and there's direct involvement with the Iranians, they, they're already supplying Hezbollah, they're already supplying the Hamas, you know, not only political strategies, they were, they were the ones plotting, planning, and scheming out this entire terrorist attack. I'm talking about the Revolutionary Guard forces, the Quds forces as well. But if they get involved militarily in all of this, I'd say all bets are off. I'd say at that point, number one, you're risking an outbreak of war in the entire Middle East. That's disastrous. There's no, not, nothing good that's going to come of that. If the Iranians are directly involved themselves in firing rockets into Israel, Israel will respond. And if they feel that their very existence is threatened by Iran's involvement, I can promise all of you that hear my voice right now, all bets are off. And whatever they have to do to protect themselves, the Israelis will do. Prime Minister Netanyahu will do. We don't need to see what he's made of. I already know the guy. I know what he's made of. He has been a single lone voice of moral clarity on the world stage, the most consistent voice of moral clarity that has understood the dangers of Iran more than any other world leader. They are prepared to deal with Iran. I can promise you that part too. How bad this can get, I don't even want to tell you how bad I think it can get. Yeah. Imagine the worst. That's how bad it can get. If Israel's existence is threatened, there's nothing they won't do to defend themselves and their country. What would you want America to do if if our very existence was threatened? Remember, extrapolate out. What do we have? 330 million Americans. You know, Israel has a little over 9 million in terms of their overall population. Okay, they lost 1,400 people. You extrapolate the pot, you compare the, the number of dead with based on population, 
You apply that same math to America, that would be the equivalent of losing 38,000-plus Americans in a single day. 9-11-01, we lost 2,977. You know, after Pearl Harbor, what was it, 2,400-plus. So, you know, understand, what would you want America to do if they lost that many people? But back to my point in a development, I think, that's being downplayed by the Biden administration that has been nothing but obsessed you know, since his time as vice president and putting money in the hands of mullahs in Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. But um, anyway, Iranian-backed terrorists have been attacking U.S. troops at multiple locations in the Middle East, and nobody's, no, not a lot of people have been focused on it or reporting on it. U.S. troops have repeatedly been attacked in Iraq and Syria in recent days. U.S. officials, uh, as of yesterday you know, said that Washington is on a heightened alert for activity by Iranian-backed groups with regional tensions now soaring. There's been an uptick in attacks on U.S. forces since this conflict broke out on October the 7th when Palestinian militants from Hamas uh, perpetrated this terrorist attack. On Wednesday of this week, a drone hit U.S. forces in Syria, resulting only in minor injuries. You know, but the media, I guess, in this country is too busy you know, spreading the, the lies and propaganda of Hamas as they did with this phony report. First of all, the hospital wasn't even hit. It was a parking lot, a parking lot. And, it, and that rocket took out a, a few cars, but adjacent to where those cars were destroyed were other cars that were untouched. Biden reportedly wants four times as much aid for Ukraine as he does for Israel at this point. Israel is now the top focus. Joe Biden already frankly, blew an opportunity for U Ukraine to to bring on the overwhelming force that was needed to win against Russia. Everyone was doubting as Putin was, you know, building up his troops on the border of Ukraine. Oh, I, I don't think he's going to do anything. I'm like, are you people stupid? You got to be really dumb to believe that. But it was Biden if you recall, did he ever demand that Europe pay their fair share first before any one American penny was sent? He had all the leverage in the world to do that. No, he just wants hundreds, hundreds of billions of dollars, just, a, you know, a, an open cash register to Ukraine. Was it Joe Biden that was encouraging Zelensky to win the war? No, he was the one putting putting handcuffs on Zelensky. Oh, you can't take those those MIGs that Poland is offering. Why not? Oh, we can't use cluster bombs or is, we're, we're as bad as the enemy. Now he's lecturing Israel. Well, we overreacted in 9-11 and we made mistakes because of our anger. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of you agree with Joe. But if uh, my baby was kidnapped or my ba I had a young child that was killed and then beheaded or one of my sons and daughters was killed at a concert, uh, I think I'd be pretty pissed off and angry. And I don't think that anger would dissipate. As much as I'm a Christian and believe, you know, forgive us as we forgive, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure I could get there as long as God has me on this earth. I think everyone has a right to be angry. Stop lecturing us, Joe. Stop lecturing. Behind the scenes, he's telling, I know for a fact, he's, he's urging restraint of the Israelis in the worst terror attack in their history. no. They have to win. How do we define winning in Gaza, for example? That would be that Gaza can no longer be a launching pad for tens and tens of thousands of rockets to border Israeli cities. That would be victory. 
And if it's in the north, they need to accomplish the same safe zone that would be necessary in the south. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. 
Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. Oh, not yet. Uh, so here's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually been watching. Uh, Linda pulled up old tapes of yours truly um, when I went inside the, the, the tunnels uh, that Hamas had dug into Israel. Um, we're going to show you some of this tonight on Hannity. We'll, we'll put it up right now on Hannity.com because I think it's I think it's worth taking a look at to understand the the difficulty there, and also a report of me live from the Israeli Gaza border. You know, I mean, I'm saying these things. And by the way, do you notice Linda? People say that I'm full of crap. Okay, why don't you watch yeah, well. these reports on Hannity.com? You'll see that I'm not so full of crap. It pisses me off. The left, they just lie. Oh, the Israelis bombed the hospital in Gaza. No, they didn't. Alec Baldwin's favorite radio talk show host is on the air right now. Right, Mr. Baldwin? Here's Sean Hannity. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, just for informational reasons, um, actually, this was Linda's idea, and I think it was genius. I'm incapable of finding things on the Internet. She's really good at it. Um, but anyway, she found two reports of yours truly. Um, I, I don't have access to my Facebook account, so I can't open that one. Uh, but I guess I was on Fox and Friends the morning after I went through the tu- uh, the tunnels but it has an, a long, extended version of me going down the hill into the, the terror tunnels that were built by Hamas from Gaza into Israel. 
and and the video is compelling. I I didn't even think to do this. I'm not sure why I've been talking about it. And then you know James hits me with yeah. Some people say I'm full of crap. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm I was there. Uh, but anyway, so we have those reports. Uh, one was a mediaite report. Watch Sean Hannity crawl into a Hamas dug tunnel in Israel. Uh, to Israel. Uh, another one is Sean Hannity live from the Israeli Gaza border just walked us through the elaborate tunnels into Israel's 70 feet below ground. Uh, I said 50 or 100 feet. Do you remember, Linda, there was another reporter. I don't remember where she was from that was down there and could not get up the hill because it was. Oh, so I steep. remember. Yeah. And, and I did the right thing. I went down and remember I grabbed her arm and I I helped her up the hill and she was struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was well, very, she, very, very steep. I mean, when if people yeah. want to go to Hannity.com, and I know you're going to show it on TV tonight, but it's it's very clear. I mean, you're literally on like a 90 degree angle going down and you're on sand and you're like sliding down. It's not it's not like it's an easy thing to do. Now, this is a, a time during the of uh, military flare up with Gaza. Gaza was sending rockets in nothing like what's going on now. Uh, or nothing what's about to happen with the incursion into Gaza by the IDF, and they've all been given the green light. Um, but that that's that's the trip where we actually saw about two, 200 yards. I'm giving my best estimate. I'm so frustrated because I have the, the, the sort of mini mushroom crowd, cloud. It's not like Hiroshima, Nagasaki after this, uh, after this explosion of one of these rockets. You know, it was about 200 yards away from us, and we were in no danger at all whatsoever. But we also have video, too. I, I wonder if anybody that was on that trip has that picture. Do you have that picture? Remember I was sending it around? I don't well, know if we you ha- have I have a few pictures from that trip, and I will definitely go back and look in our archives. Yes. But See if you there can was find a that. lot of rocket fire while we were there. We were very blessed to have a lot of amazing IDF soldiers with us the whole time we were there. But that Iron Dome is a phenomenal Phenomenal yeah, the, technological advancement. Israel was pretty adamant that if I wanted to go to border towns and I wanted to go into the tunnels, that there was no way that they were going to give me access without IDF soldiers around us. And they were great. And I'm, what the amazing thing is, it's also young men and women. And these are young, young, well-trained soldiers. I mean, wow. I mean, the conversations we would have with them, I mean, it's just such a different reality when your very existence is threatened every day and your and your mindset is so different than say what you know we would expect from our own children. And I'm not saying I, I mean it's not something you want your children to ever grow up in. You know, have but they they grew up with the reality that there are groups of people that want to destroy their homeland and that is a whole different mindset that you grow up under and it it, it it just changes you. And and I would argue in some ways it makes you more rooted in reality, a lot tougher. You know, for all these snowflakes on American universities with zero knowledge at all whatsoever, they could learn a thing or two, you know, because every single, you know, young young person in Israel, I think the time is about two years now that they spend in the IDF and they have to serve. And they get full and complete military training because if and when moments like this occur, everybody is, is called up. Everybody's a reservist. I, I mean, they even had, they had one guy. Did you notice this guy that at 90 some odd years old put his uniform back on and went back to work for the IDF immediately? And I mean, on the ground. 
And actually, they were glad to have him there because he had so much experience and expertise and understanding of the thought process and the strategies that would likely be used by these terror groups. Um, but that's what Israel's now facing. By the way, uh, speaking of our military, I want to remind you that my cell phone company is a is a veteran owned company. It's called Pure Talk. And, you know, you think about, you know, the fact that we have 100 percent volunteer military and, you know, these people, you know, these brave men and women are coming home. They sacrifice everything for their country. And what do they have to live with? Debt because of Biden's outrageous cost of living, the cost of gas, the cost of heating and fuel in your home. Now, an average of an 8 percent 30 year fixed mortgage rate. It, it makes it impossible for people to buy homes. That also causes rent prices to go through the roof. Anyway, Pure Talk right now has a goal uh, and they are for every new customer. They're taking a portion of that money and they're using it to alleviate $10 million in veterans debt. They're hoping to accomplish this by Veterans Day. Last week alone, we'll have a new figure next week. They're 27 percent of the way there. Now, here's the deal. With Pure Talk, you get the same exact cell towers, the same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. So in other words, you get the same service, the same exact service, no difference at all. And the best part is the average family for the same service pays, saves close to $1,000 a year. Many families save actually more. Right now, Pure Talk, they're offering for only 20 bucks a month. No big carrier would ever make this deal. They're giving you unlimited talk, unlimited text, 50% more data that they were giving out just three weeks ago, and mobile hotspot, 20 bucks a month. Anyway, and in the meantime, you'll be helping our veterans because they're using a portion of every new sign-up uh, to donate to alleviate the debt of uh, service members and veterans. Anyway, go to the you can just take out your phone, make the switch, join the stampede of us doing this, dial pound 250, say the keyword save now, Make the switch to Pure Talk today. Pound 250, keyword, save now. But uh, let me know when it's officially up on Hannity.com and we can send people over there to look at it. Com. Um, now, some other news on this. Uh, I told you Biden you reported. Oh, I'm sorry. What, Linda? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, it is up on Hannity.com right now. Okay. And I think it's very, you know, it's, it's eye-opening. And this is why this is what Joe Biden doesn't understand. And that is this is what humanitarian aid. This is how the money in the past historically has been spent. You can see it with your own eyes. Sophisticated network of, of terror tunnels instead of hospitals, schools and infrastructure. It's amazing that, you know, usually sometimes if it's years later, I might miss a detail. I, I remember this exactly. I noticed in the little bit that I watched in the break I'm using the same exact language that I'm using today, Linda, because it, it left such a strong impression on my mind. It was a um, very, very the, sad time, I think, being there firsthand. I think it was also very sad to see how young the soldiers were. And when we saw them at Soroka University Hospital following, seeing them on the front lines, it was really heartbreaking. It was very heartbreaking. Uh, we also ate with IDF soldiers at different places. One place we ate at, we came back the next day, and the parking lot, had been hit the night before and literally had a burned out car in the parking lot. We yeah. went to a kibbutz near one of the border towns in Gaza and that kibbutz had been hit the night before and we saw the shrapnel. I mean, well, that was actually in, that was in Sterot and in Ashkelon, which is where they're bombing now. Exactly. And this is where with the naked eye, you can see Gaza. Um, and this is the, this is the threat that now 
now that they have done this, which would be the equivalent of 38,000 Americans dying in a day, this would now be the time that forever, because that one town that we went to had been hit with 10,000 rockets alone, that one town. And I asked people, why do you stay here? Your children can't even go outside. You have underground bunker playgrounds for these kids. And they said, well, this is our home. We don't want to leave our home. And I, I sympathize with them. I'm not sure I'd make the same decision. I'd, I'd, I, I might move to a safer place. But they don't want to leave their home. They shouldn't have to. And now, maybe after Israel wins this war, and they will, maybe they'll be able to stay there and have some peace and build outdoor playgrounds for kids, for crying out loud. Um, top Biden uh, Department of Homeland Security official once served as a spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Can you believe that? I mean, this on top of what we have been learning about Jack Lew, who facilitated the monies that went to Iran. It was actually a Senate report on Jack Lew that came out. Now they now Biden wants him to be the U.S. ambassador to Israel. This is madness. The 2018 uh, Senate report found that Lou, during his tenure as Secretary of the Treasury, granted a specific license that authorized the conversion of Iranian assets that were worth billions of U.S. dollars using our own financial system. The report found the administration tried to convert $5.7 billion from U.S. banks to Iranian assets. What is the obsession to give billions of dollars with Obama and Biden and now Biden to the number one state sponsor of terror? I can't, I can't answer that question for you. I don't have... There's no logical answer. None at all. Anyway, we do have a top secret Delta Force. Their operations are now hiding because of Biden blowing their cover. Oops, sorry. Joe Biden blew the cover of the identities of several members of our top secret Delta Force while visiting Israel on Wednesday. That now has forced our brave soldiers to go underground and and their families to go into hiding. And worse still, this is not the first time that Biden is engaged in this kind of conduct. After the 2011 mission that killed Osama bin Laden, it was Biden that revealed that SEAL Team 6 had carried out the raid. Well, that was supposed to be secret. And, you know, it all involved the authorization of the operation. They had agreed not to reveal this, according to Defense Secretary Robert Gates, who also once said that in every single foreign policy issue, Joe Biden's always on the wrong side. Yeah, but so now we have a top Biden DHS official, once serving as spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization. And you got Jack Lew up to be Israeli ambassador, uh, a guy that facilitated the payments to Iran. And then that's on top of all the other people that we told you have very questionable ties. One House Democrat is saying that the media's anti-Semitism caused them to take Hamas's word for the hospital bombing lies. You know, because this this ground war is imminent, they've kind of the media mob, the CNNs of the world, the MSDNCs of the world, the New York Times of the world, the Washington Posts of the world, you know, ABCs of the world, the CBSs of the world, the NBCs of the world, fake news, CNN, MSDNC. They all seem to have gotten a little bit of a pass here. But what they did, the damage they caused by releasing Basically, a press release from Hamas sympathizers is is so beyond disgraceful. Just shows you how corrupt our media mob is. They just wanted to believe, you know, they, they didn't have the same intensity in reporting 
the barbarity, the inhumanity, the, the death of 260 kids, the beheading of, ch- of innocent babies for crying out loud. And they just instantly, oh, we'll take their word for it. Wow. Speaks volumes, doesn't it? But so we got all this now unfolding before our eyes. And, you know, I hope the IDF is right that most of these hostages are alive. I am glad that two American hostages have been released. I hope the rest of them get released. So Biden is uh, expected to ask for $105 billion today, $60 billion for Ukraine, only $14 billion for Israel. <laughs> Unbelievable. And we've already given how many billions to Ukraine? And he's the guy that has has made it impossible for Ukraine to even win the war. At best, you know, they, he's he's adopted a policy that goes for a stalemate. He's the one that wouldn't allow Poland to give fighter jets, MiGs, to the Ukrainians. He's the one that said, oh, you can't use these bombs because it's too destructive. And then later, of course, had to change his mind after being embarrassed by it all. Uh, but anyway, Israel has been evacuating cities near Lebanon, bracing for that two-front war possibility. Uh, delivery of aid to the Gaza Strip has been delayed by disagreements how to ensure the supplies won't be taken by Hamas. I promise you they'll be taken by Hamas. And you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. There is apparently a little bit of a mutiny inside the State Department over the the administration's Israeli-Palestinian policy. One official resigning over the U.S. support for Israel against Hamas terrorists. These are people all working for Biden. Fox News, they have a Hamas sympathizer or what I call the, you know, Hamas caucus led by Congresswoman Tlaib. You know, now facing calls to be barred from Israeli briefings after misinformation about the Gaza explosion, even after all the evidence had to be released by Israel. You do realize they had to compromise their their security by revealing the sophistication and the level of their intelligence gathering capabilities in the process. But they had to because the world came out against them and blamed them for something they did not do. We have Bay Area high school students now protesting the Israeli military actions in Gaza. How, how did we get everything so upside down and backwards in this world? How did that happen? Columbia professor ripping the university's president over the Israeli Hamas war response. I would never send my daughter here. Good for them. UC Davis professor under fire over post threatening the Zionist journalists and their families. Good grief. I know I know people are upset about the vote with Jim Jordan. These guys need to lock themselves in a room. Don't go home this weekend, but they're probably going to go home and stay in that room until they come out with white smoke and can say so and so's been elected speaker. Nobody ever listens to me. You know, what do I know? I'm just a dumb talk show host, Linda, right? What do I know? I think 30- you're very bright. I, you hold you have a lot of promise. I, I did 34 years ago when I started. <laughs> More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 